I am Allie Mack, and if you know me, you might be shocked by this episode because I am a person that likes to go out and have a good time. <laughs> um, I'm dry until January, y'all, and we're going to get to why and how I made this decision and why you shouldn't threaten me with a good time until January. It's all coming up on Chasing Wellness. It's Chasing Wellness with Allie Mack because I'm not an expert. But if you say it's healthy, I'll try it. Fitness, vanity, food, or health fads, I am so in. I am that person that tries every single weird, modern, healthy wellness product out there and will probably talk your ear off about the latest thing I'm on. So why not put it all together in a podcast so you can find out what works and what's a gimmick? Hey, God. Oh, I just, Mike just hit me in the face. Okay. <laughs> it literally did. I did not hit it. Okay. Hey, I am Allie Mack, and welcome to another episode of Chasing Wellness. So this one is called Don't Threaten Me With a Good Time Until January. And I'm really hoping there's no like sexual innuendo there. <laughs> but I just remember someone I uh, shot at love with tequila, tequila. So there was a girl that would say that nonstop because... This is a very important episode about me giving up alcohol until January. Bye-bye, Sauvignon Blanc. Goodbye, craft beer. Au revoir, champagne. You're out. And we'll get to that. But I do want to make note. I've been testing out that Bulletproof coffee. If you've listened to the other episodes, I've given the history. I was up about it. I was down about it. And here's where I am now. And I think this is probably going to be the running theme of this podcast in general as I try these wellness products. I'm in the middle on it. I definitely put Bulletproof Coffee um, back into my mix. Um, my review last time was talking about how I didn't like the high caloric intake. Look at me saying caloric. <laughs> I didn't like the amount of fat I was getting, the amount of calories I was getting from one cup of coffee because I was putting in coconut oil as well, along with the Bulletproof, the Brain Octane oil to make the Bulletproof coffee. So I've, I've kind of rearranged it and now I'm just doing the Brain Octane oil. I'm doing it maybe three days a week as opposed to every single day. And I definitely don't do it on weekends because I, I think everyone has a tendency to snack a little more on weekends and I just don't need those high calories added on to whatever extra snacks I'm having on the weekends. So I'm balanced with the Bulletproof Coffee. I think it is super effective when it comes to getting work done. If you know you have a big project at work to get done, it really does zone you in. Um, and it's not a hyper crazy feeling. You're just zoned in, cool, calm, and collected, and you're able to get work done without getting distracted. Just make sure you're focused on the right thing. If you zone in on social media, well, there's no going back. If you zone in on your project and you're focused on that, you will get that project done easily that day, um, quickly, efficiently, and without panic. I am really loving Bulletproof Coffee for my very, very stressful days. On days, I know I have a lot of things to get done, so I am trying to put it into my diet three days a week, or my lifestyle three days a week. Now, let's get back to this alcohol situation. Don't threaten me with a good time until January. 
I am giving up alcohol for running. Now, it is November. I missed Sober October. And actually, halfway through, I was a little jealous of everyone that was on that bandwagon. Um, And Sober November just doesn't sound right. So I'm going to give up alcohol until the end of the year, end of uh, 2019, because... It's for running, really. It's not about having this badge of honor or proving to myself that I can do it. I know I can do it. Um, It's not a big deal for me. But with running, it's a huge factor. I am training for a marathon that's happening on January 5th. And any time I have had a little bit of alcohol, it just shuts down my training. I am not a very large person, so alcohol does take a huge effect on me. (laughs) And so I just need to clear my body of all those toxins. It needs to be in the best shape possible with training. I get set back every time I go out with friends, even if it's just a happy hour, even if it's just a beer, literally a beer will throw me off. I can feel it the next day. Um, I guess that's just how in tune I am with my own body. Uh, But I went out with a girlfriend over the weekend and she was going out on a date and so she wanted to have, you know, just a drink beforehand to calm her nerves. I had a Diet Coke and it totally was not awkward. It felt fine sitting at the bar just having a Diet Coke and I ended up getting it for free because bartenders don't care about Diet Coke. It costs them nothing. And I was surprised. You know, I'm always so shy about admitting these health journeys that I'm going on when I went to veganism. (laughs) I even hate saying that right now. Um, When I started to eat a vegan diet or have a vegan lifestyle pushing towards it, I've been very embarrassed to admit that publicly because I think there is such a stigma with it. And I still never really talk about it. I never push it on anyone and I never will. That's on you. However you want to live your life. I don't care. Eat bacon in front of me. I don't care. So I am just shy in these like declarations. I think people make too many announcements without any actions. So I try to be an action person rather than an announcement person. And that's why I didn't really want to put this big badge on my Facebook page or on social media anywhere saying, oh, sober November and December for me. Yay, me. And you know what? If you need that motivation online and it's an accountability thing, go for it. But for 2020, I'm trying to be more action related less announcement related. Does that make sense? With my shyness about these declarations, um, I had a girlfriend, we had planned on doing this. I think it's like a Santa. I think she calls it SantaCon. I think that's what it is called. It's over in Cocoa Village, um, a couple hours south of where I live. And you dress up like Santa, you go out, it's a bar crawl and you pay a certain amount of money. And she sent me the link and was like, Buy, let me know when you're going to get your ticket. I'll buy my ticket at the same time. And we are verified that we are going to this thing. And I was like, oh, shoot. I have made this promise to myself. And I didn't make it public so she doesn't know. And I simply sent her a text saying, hey, I'm dry until January. Marathon training is getting very intense. Immediately, she was so supportive. I was like, I can support that. Absolutely. I might stay sober with you during this bar crawl. It would just be fun to go and meet people. And I totally agree. And I'm very excited. We are going to dress up like reindeer. I'm going to be Cupid. I'm going to reprise my second grade role. Or was that first grade? It doesn't matter. But I was very excited that she was so... Thank you, Alicia, for being so supportive when I mentioned I am dry until January. And you didn't try to push me into, oh, come on. It's a bar crawl. Just one bar crawl. You'll be fine. And you just immediately accepted that. 
I wish I could say I would be that good of a friend, but I think I've been the peer pressure friend in the past. Now I think I would try to be more understanding, but definitely through college, through early 20s, maybe even late 20s, uh, there was definitely that devil on my shoulder always uh, trying to bring people into the partying side. Because if I was partying, they should party, right? So I was very excited to see that Alicia was excited for me and supportive of me in this decision. So was my girlfriend I went out with over the weekend, Abby. She said, totally support that, but come to the bar with me anyway. And that was very relieving. I love that. I'm just very excited that my friends were so supportive and it's probably not a my friends specific situation. It's probably a people in general. We're just all starting to accept and understand each other a little bit more. You've been seeing it on Facebook and everything, people doing those 30-day challenges. And I'm not trying to poo-poo them by announcing things on social media. It's just different when you do it and you keep it to yourself rather than announcing something and then you have to hold accountable to that. I think there's to me, for me personally, I hold a lot more stock when I make a promise to myself, I keep it quiet and then I follow through with it. It just means a lot to me. If it means a lot to you to announce on social media and go through with it, by all means, do it. However you got to get through the day, man, I am okay with whatever. But I've been seeing those 30-day challenges and I do wonder, I do question why are we so into these? Why are we so into giving up alcohol for a month? Is it because we know it's bad for us? Is that where we're leaning? Do we know it's kind of a poison? And when I was debating this decision, I thought about the holidays. And yeah, it is going to be a little different. Christmas Day, no glass of wine. Thanksgiving, no glass of wine. New Year's, absolutely dry. And going into 2020, completely clear-eyed. That's fine with me. And there's also a lot of driving I have to do um, this year, 2019. I moved to Jacksonville and my family is located in Atlanta. So I've got a lot of driving with Thanksgiving to go home to see all my nieces and nephews and then come back. And that's only like a four day weekend. Uh, so that's a quick turnaround time to be driving that much. And then over Christmas and New Year's, same thing. It's going to be another long drive. Driving after partying, or drinking, indulging is just not fun. It's absolutely miserable. Nobody wants to be behind the wheel when they are hungover. You want to be at home, on the couch, watching Netflix, ordering <laughs> Uber Eats or something and just being comfortable. And that is not my situation this holiday season. I will be driving a lot. So I want to be comfortable behind the wheel, not hungover at all. Maybe this is a flaw within myself. Maybe I should have more faith in my friends. Is that I feel like I'm much more charming in person than over text message. So I avoid conversations. <laughs> <laughs> about anything serious over text message. I would much rather be able to read your face, see your face. And, um, you know, it's just a better way to have a conversation for me. So yesterday I was actually texting with my friend Jenny and we were setting up plans to hang out the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And she was like, oh yeah, I can make veggies and we can have a wine night. And I did not say a word. Otherwise, it will be on that day, when I, unless she listens to this podcast, when I get to Jenny's house, it will be that moment where I say, hey, I'm dry until January. I just like to avoid those conversations till we're face to face because I think it just reads better. 
And so I did Google because my main reason for wanting to give up alcohol until January is running. It is my marathon. It is the only thing I can think about right now. I mean, even uh, literally because I am physically injured from my marathon right now. I face planted so hard over the weekend. I was supposed to run 18 miles. I only got 13. I know this sounds ridiculous. This is also a flaw with a marathon. Everything you do feels lazy. I'm getting very worked up about this. <laughs> but it does. A five-mile run feels lazy, and that shouldn't be the case. We'll talk about that on a different episode. I would love to get a running expert in here, a runner, someone that does a lot of marathons, and talk to them about this because it really is messing with my mind. So Sunday, I was running. I was supposed to get 18 miles, and I was feeling pretty good about it. I got to 13, and I just completely face-planted, and now I have bandages all over me, and my marathon is just forefront, top of mind, and I knew I was in Cleveland for a little vacation, and I did go running after a night we had gone out, and I felt awful, and it was so dehydrating. Like, yes, it was great. I got up and ran. Ultimately, I think it did me in. I think it did worse for me because I was so exhausted after the fact. And with one Google, I realized how right I was when in the past I've always thought differently. I've always thought, okay, go sweat out the toxins right now. Go get rid of this. Go take a spin class. Go get rid of this hangover. You can do it. No, 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 no. It's not good for you to exercise when you are hungover. First of all, your balance is awful. Uh, second of all, it's only going to dehydrate you more. So you got to take care of the dehydration issue. You got to be chugging water, chugging water, chugging water and eating good food. I know greasy food will make you feel better, but you need to get those vitamins and nutrients back in you. I don't ever want to put out there that I'm like an expert on this. I'm not. This is all from an article from Very Fit Well, and I will uh, post this somewhere on my social media if you really want to read into it. I'm assuming not because I'm assuming you probably are not going to go dry for the holidays. So this article I found on Very Fit Well did pretty much prove all my feelings right about me drinking over the holidays, over my marathon training, um, because it's just bad if you're in any kind of training because it's dehydrating. Um, alcohol is awful for your sleep and you have sleep is so vital when you're training and your muscles absolutely have to recover. If your sleep is interrupted and your muscles are not recovering, you are asking for an injury. And like I said, I'm already injured. I face like my elbow and my knee. They are sure my body looks like a crime scene right now. You can literally see how the impact happened. It was knee, hip, elbow, hands, and everything hurts a lot. So I'm very, I, I cannot risk any extra injuries and recovery will be slowed. Um, any type of recovery, whether it's feeling better or whether it's muscle recovery, everything will be slowed. Your body just kind of shuts down after a little bit of um, indulging. One thing I do need to point out about this article from Very Fit Well is it really didn't discourage drinking um, during your training. It really just said the, the last few days up until your race, avoid, avoid, avoid. But during your training, it didn't really say, no, don't do that. You can totally incorporate this into your life. It's just a personal decision that I'm making because I know how much it can affect my 
my body. I just feel awful after I have any amount of alcohol, and it just throws my training off so much. Very fit well is not saying, stop drinking. You got to run. No, no, no. This is me. And that's why I think I just got to give it up for a little bit. And you know what? I, it's it's very relieving just to know that um, my training will not be interrupted over the holidays. I'm going to feel good driving home, driving back to Jacksonville. And it all just feels very refreshing. And it feels very renewed. And I'm liking the way I feel getting my training in without the booze. The next challenge is going to be how to not eat like crap <laughs> while going home for the holidays, but that will be a totally different episode. I think I actually have an expert booked for that one, a nutritionist that can really help us out, like get back on track with our lifestyles, our diet, however you want to call your eating patterns, your lifestyle with the holidays. So let's get an expert in on that. Crush your fingers for me. Hopefully I seem like a legit enough podcast for this person to come in. Uh, so I'm going to repeat it because it takes three times. You got to say it three times to make sure people get it. Don't threaten me with a good time until January. Bye-bye, Savion Blanc. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Wellness, and I will talk to you next time. Again, always email me if you have any questions or suggestions, ali.mac at cmg.com. Ali.mac at cmg is in coxmediagroup.com. Thank you.